I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. What you focus on, you create. Where focus goes, energy flows. Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. All my coaching programs are now open at WorkOnYourGameUniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and you get the community access, member-only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like-minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one-on-one coaching that is for high level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group, but working with me one-on-one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You're now tuned into the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence, put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get a huge dose of personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves all of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, techniques, approaches. I said approaches already. and all under one umbrella of what unifying philosophy that is known as work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is look where you want to go. Focus in the direction in which you wish to actually travel, not direction you don't want to go, but direction you actually do want to go. Now, before I get into this, I'm telling everybody, I send out a daily motivation text every morning. You want to receive that. So just text me right now at this number. 305-384-6894. Just text me right now. Open your text messaging app. Text me at 305-384-6894 to say, hey, you will be in my texting community. And every day when I send out the daily motivation text, you will be one of the recipients and you can respond to those texts and engage with me directly right there through my phone. So this topic here today, look at where you want to go. I was reading this book called Traffic by Tom Vanderbilt. And the book is literally about traffic, like how people drive, why they drive the way they do, how you know, traffic experts try to you know, alter traffic routes and patterns and things like that. This is a whole industry. There's a whole industry around traffic, about around highways and traffic signals and how things are at certain lights and how they have roundabouts at certain places and certain places, stop signs and certain places, traffic lights and all of this stuff. There are people who study this stuff and work on it for a living and people whose very job is to be the head of traffic and transport. Maybe they don't call it the head of traffic, but the head of transportations in the city, they study all this stuff deep. So this book, Traffic, was actually a pretty deep book. It was actually pretty long as well. And in the book, Tom Vanderbilt, the author, he brought up this topic that I've heard race car drivers mention in the past, that even when your car 
is skidding towards the wall and you're about to crash into the wall, instead of looking at what you're about to hit, look in the direction that you actually want to go. And when you do so, as the theory goes, you will move in that direction. You'll move the car in that direction. You'll steer the wheel in that direction. Instead of skidding towards the wall, you'll actually start actually getting the car you know, back on the track or keeping it on the track where it wants to go. It's the same thing with humans driving their cars, that when your car might be skidding out of control, you're about to smash into the wall. Instead of looking at the wall or the tree that you're about to hit, look at the road that you want to stay on. And that's actually the direction that you will move the steering wheel and keep yourself alive, hopefully. So let's get into this so you understand metaphorically how this can apply to your life. Hopefully it doesn't have to apply literally when you're operating a vehicle. Point number one, topic once again is look where you want to go. As I said in the episode on the 48-hour experiment. And by the way, how did you do on that 48-hour experiment? Has any of you passed the life-changing 48-hour experiment that I talked about in episode 2023, just two weeks ago? If you did or did not, I want to hear about it. So make sure you text me and tell me how you've done with that one. Again, if you didn't listen to that episode, that's episode 2023, one of my favorites, the life-changing 48-hour experiment. But as I said in that episode, focus only on what you want. This is a simple key to success, a simple key to achievement, a simple key to happiness, a simple key to keeping yourself focused, a simple key to motivation, inspiration, all of those things that you want in your life is to focus on the things that you want. When you focus on the things that you don't want, you create more of them. All right. Maybe you have heard the saying, what you focus on, you create. Where focus goes, energy flows. All All of these cliches and statements around focus and results, they are cliches because they're based in truth. Whatever you're focusing on, that's what you're going to get. If you're focusing on the tree that your car is about to slam into, you're going to slam into that tree. But if you focus on staying on the road, you will stay on the road. This is just how it works in life. And as I've told you many times here on the show, in the long run of life, you will become your expectations. Whatever you expect of yourself, that's what you're going to get in the long run. Now, just because you expect to be a millionaire today and right now you're broke doesn't mean you're going to have a million dollars in your account tomorrow. But if you maintain that expectation of being a millionaire, and it's a real expectation, meaning it is backed up by action, you will become that millionaire simply because you have no other choice, because that's the thing that you're focused on and your actions will back up the expectation. Real expectations are backed up by actions, not just by words and thoughts. Let me repeat, real expectations are backed by actions, not just by words and thoughts. You really expected the rain, you're going to carry an umbrella. If you expect that you're going to be going to the gym, you're going to pack your gym clothes in your car before you go to work. Real expectations are backed by actions. Are they not just what you talk about? It's not just what you post on Instagram. It's what you actually do on a day-to-day basis. So look in the direction you want to go, even when your life is metaphorically skidding out of control. This is a discipline that can be developed with some use of willpower. You're going to need to use willpower a little bit at first to get the momentum going. But once it becomes a habit, as described in this book, Third Day, if you have not read this, get it by going to thirddaybook.com. Once it becomes a habit, it'll become a normal thing for you. You won't have to keep using willpower. It becomes a discipline, becomes a habit, and it becomes part of your normal life. You only have to think about it. You just do it. Point number two, today's topic, once again, is look where you want to go. When the situation in your life is not ideal, your job is to learn to reframe and adjust your thinking around the situation as it is. And let me explain what I mean by this. First, let me say it again, then I'm going to explain what I mean. When a situation in your life is not ideal, what you must train your brain to do. And again, in the third day, I explained to you how to do this. Also in the mental workbook, also in the mental handbook, also in work on your game, I explain this. When things aren't going the way you want them to go, train your brain to reframe the situation and adjust your thinking around the situation as it is. If you can't change the situation, 
change your thinking about the situation. Because you can always control something in life, even if the only thing you control is your focus. The only thing you control is your attention. And the only thing you control is the story that you tell yourself about the circumstance. Remember that other people don't always have the same plans that you have. And I think everyone listening to this probably has experienced that enough to know. And if people don't want to go along with what you're doing, they don't want to follow your idea and your plans. I mean, let's win on a secret. They have every right to not want to follow what you want them to do. Why? Because you are only responsible for your life and they are responsible for theirs. They don't have to go along with your plans. They don't have to agree with what you think. Even though you might think they do, they don't. Even if you think you're right, even if you are right, even if they're a complete idiot, every human being is allowed to be an idiot if they want to be. I told you four laws of human nature, episode 1987. All right, you don't, they don't have to go along with you and you ain't got to go along with them. So you must make your adjustments based on what you personally need to do since you are the only one who you can control. You can't control another person. I'll give you an example. When I was in college, and I've, I've told the story. If you read my book, Work On Your Game, you probably have read it. If you read my book, Work On Your Game, you know the story. Or if you read my first book, Buy a Game, way back in the day, then you know the story as well. But when I was in college, I ended up off the basketball team, not a basketball program, in the middle of my junior year of college. So I still had a year and a half of college to go, and I wasn't on the basketball team. The only reason I was even at that college was because of basketball. So now what am I going to do? I couldn't control the coach who had made the decision to have me out of the program. I couldn't you know, put together another basketball team to be on the same team. And I didn't have any prospects to transfer because I didn't have like these incredible, you no know, outstanding statistics at the time. So what was I going to do? I had to reframe my thinking around the situation. I had to adjust the way that I looked at the situation. I had to change my focus of the situation, which was it went from I'm going to do my thing as a college basketball player to set myself up to play pro. That was the original thinking. But now that I'm not on the team anymore, I can't do my thing as a college basketball player anymore. So my mindset changed to the following. I'm going to work on my game. Every opportunity I get, since I'm not on the team, I have plenty of space to just work on my individual skills. I don't have to fit it into the team framework now because I'm not on a team. I'm just going to spend this time. I'm going to go to school. I'm going to get my degree. I'm going to work on my game. And then when school is over, after this year and a half, I'm going to keep working on my game. I'm going to get my opportunity. I'm going to go play professional basketball. I just changed my mindset around it. Now, while this sounds pretty simple, right? Nowadays, you can hear me telling this story and you know the background. This guy played almost 10 years professional basketball, written books on playing basketball, all of this stuff. Now, you can say, yeah, that's, that's pretty simple. Anyone, anyone might be thinking that, right? That sounds like common sense. Yes, it sounds like common sense now coming from someone who did it successfully. But at that time, there was no guarantee that I was going to get a chance to play pro. I didn't even know how that I was going to get on to play pro. And we're talking about a year and a half before I would even get a chance to try to play pro. Can you imagine? I mean, you just think about that. You need to go a year and a half being disciplined towards a goal that you don't even know how to achieve it. And you don't even know if you'll be able to achieve it a year and a half. And while the other thing that you used to do, you're sitting there watching other people do it that you think you might be better than. And then after that, after I graduated from college, I didn't actually get on playing pro until a year after graduation. So my first year, I was working at Foot Locker. I was working at Bally Total Fitness. Then I went and played overseas. So we're talking two and a half years of that reframing and a different way of looking at a situation before, before the circumstance changed, all based on things that I didn't have full control of. So when you're dealing with other people, which you will be oftentimes in life, if that situation is not ideal and you can't alter it, then what you need to train yourself to do as quickly as possible and as efficiently as possible is reframe the situation and adjust your thinking to look at the situation as it is, as what you're dealing with right there in the moment. And the easier, more easily you can do this 
And the more smoothly you can do this with less fanfare and less drama mentally and emotionally, the more easily you'll be able to adjust and adapt to situations in life and you'll be able to handle things as they happen. You'll be more mentally fluid. And this is something that Robert Greene talks about in his book, 50th Law, which is one of my, the 50th Law, is one of my top five favorite books that he co-authored with 50 Cent. In that book, he taught, he says that people who have this fearless mindset, because the book, the 50th Law, is all about fearlessness. He says there are four traits that fearless people have, that they are supremely bold, they are unconventional, they are very fluid, and is one other that, I, that is slipping my mind right now. But it's four things he talks about in the intro of the book. You should already have read the book, so you'll be able to fill in that gap what the fourth thing is that I'm not thinking about right now. But it's fluidity, unconventionality, supreme boldness, and it's one more that I'm, yeah, I can't think of it right now. But anyway, read the book. You'll see it for yourself. But the whole point that I'm hit, making here, we're still on point number two here, the topic once again today is looking where you want to go. Is that reframing allows you to now recenter yourself, re-originate uh, yourself, and get back focused in where you're at, realize where you're at. Okay, I wanted to be here, but I'm not there anymore. Now I'm here. All right, let me look at this situation as it is, and let me figure out how I'm going to work it from this point now. I was going to work it from over there, but I'm not there anymore. Let me work it from here. Reorient yourself is where I'm looking for there. Once you get oriented, now you can figure out, all right, how do I get to the goal now from this point? All right. I was going to get there from that point. I'm at this point now. How do I get there from here? That's why I say you got to learn to reframe and adjust your thinking. So my goal of becoming a professional athlete did not change when I ended up out of the college basketball program. The only thing that changed was how am I going to do it? That's the only thing changed. I'm still going to get there. Now I got a different set of circumstances from which I'm going to get there. Now the story is just going to be a little bit different, but the ending is going to be the same. And the ending ended up being the same. And one of the reasons that it did is yes, I had skill. Yes, I worked on my game and had talent and all that, but it was because I stayed focused on the goal. I stayed focused on looking where I wanted to go. Biggest challenge that many of us have in life is when the situation gets thrown off. We hit a snafu. When I was in, I don't know, maybe high school, there was a, I think it was a guy from the military. He came in and he he talked about the snafu. I had heard the word snafu, but I didn't know it was actually an acronym that I think originated in the military. So anyone here who has background in the military, you tell me if that's accurate that it came from the military. But anyway, the acronym SNAFU stands for Situation Normal All Fouled Up, or that's the way that he said it, or it could be all fucked up. Situation Normal All Fucked Up. So when your plans hit a SNAFU in life, you have to, again, you want to be quick on your feet and quick in thinking. And okay, now is a different circumstance. The goal hasn't changed. Now he's got to figure out how we're going to do it from here. How do we do it differently? I'll give you another example. Michael Jordan, one of his books, and this might have been one of his first books he put out, was called For the Love of the Game. It was this big print book. I guess it might be out of print now because I've tried to find this book even on Amazon. And the only place I've seen it was like people reselling it, but it's not actually being sold by the publisher anymore. I have no idea why. It was a beautiful book. It was one of those big like coffee table books that was like the really big size. And it was all glossy pages. And there was all these great Michael Jordan photos in the book. And his Michael, he's talking in the book, like his writing in the book. But it's not a deep writing book. It's a lot of great pictures and stuff like that. But anyway, in this book, and this had to be like 1999 because one of my classmates in high school had the book and then he got me a copy for like 50 bucks. But in the book, Michael talked about early in his career when he would like twist an ankle or something during the game and he have his ankle in ice after the game. And one of his teammates who wasn't as dedicated to the game, but walked past him in the locker room, look at his ankle and say, man, 
If I had an ankle like yours, I wouldn't be playing for a whole week. And Michael wrote in the book that he would think to himself when his teammates would say that. He would say, man, I never even thought about not playing. All I was thinking about, and this is Michael talking, all I was thinking about was how am I going to adjust the way that I play so that I can play on this bum ankle? How can I still perform and do what I need to do even though my ankle is not 100%? But I never considered not playing in the game at all, even though some of my teammates were looking at it like that. What was Michael explaining? Same thing I'm telling you here today. Learning to reframe the situation and adjust your thinking around the situation as it is. So instead of him feeling bad and feeling down about, damn, my ankle's hurt, so now I can't play the way I normally play. Instead, he was saying, okay, my ankle's hurt. Now, how do I adjust and still deliver the way that this team needs me to deliver? Notice just a slight change in thinking. Circumstance, no different. Just a slight change in thinking changed his entire approach. And I think we can agree Michael Jordan was pretty damn good at what he did. Remember that other people don't have the same plans as you. Again, Michael Jordan, make your adjustments based on what you need to do because only you can control you and you are the only one that you can control. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is look where you want to go. Since nobody's life is perfect and we all face challenges, this ability to look where you want to go is a big differentiating factor between human beings. One of the biggest differences between people in life is not our natural talents, even though some people are more talented at some things than others. It is not necessarily luck or skill or even circumstance that much, even though you might think it is, is really not. One of the biggest differences between human beings, the thing that differentiates success from failure, winners from losers, is how easily and how efficiently and how consistently and how disciplined we can be in looking in the direction that we want to go, even when our plans hit that snafu, even when things don't go the way we expect it. How efficiently can you stay focused on the goal even when things aren't working the way you want them to? How easily can you be thrown off track when things don't go the way you want them to? Everybody's life, business, situation, maybe all three, goes off track at times. All right, nobody's life is perfect at all times. Nobody. And if you think your life is perfect right now, just wait like five minutes, something's going to happen. My question to you then is, do you have the discipline to maintain your focus where it needs to be even while the car, metaphorically, hopefully, is careening towards the wall or about to wrap around a tree? Can you stay focused on the road even when you're skidding into a wall? How well can you do that? That's the discipline. That's the confidence. That's the mental toughness. That's the third day. And that's why I wrote that book. So if you haven't read it, go to thirddaybook.com. The link is down below wherever you're listening to this and get the book because that's what that book is all about. Keeping your focus and staying on your game plan and staying on point the way you need to be, even though everything's not working the way you wanted it to. So your job is to see the situation as it is, even though it might not be great, but don't see it worse than it is. To see it as it is, plainly, non-emotionally, unemotionally, and then see it better than it is. That's the focus on where you want to go. What separates us in life is what we focus on. Two people can come from really bad situations. One of them becomes a success. The other one becomes a failure. Why? It's not because of where they came from. They came from the same place. What's the difference between the two? It's not luck. It's not talent. It's not skill. It's focus. What did they choose to focus on? One person focused on, I'm from this terrible situation. What can I do? And they do nothing. Other person says, I'm from this terrible situation. What should I do? What can I do in this situation? How can I take advantage of this and make it work for me? And they make it work. And what book was this? This is The Richest Man in Babylon. If you haven't read that book, you should read it. It's called The Richest Man in Babylon. And there's a story of a guy 
I don't remember the exact, the, the whole story, the whole context around the story, but I remember taking this quote because I liked it a lot. He said, the rich man looks at life as a series of challenges to be solved, whereas a slave looks at life and says, well, what can I do? I'm just a slave. What's the difference between the two? Focus. What do they decide to look at? One person looks at what opportunities they ask themselves. They challenge themselves to think what opportunities exist in this situation that I have. Whereas the other person says, well, there must, there's clearly no opportunity here. Look at the situation I have. The exact same circumstances, just look at it different. There are many things that we can each focus on at all times. The choice that you make with that focus is the key. Let's recap today's class, which is look where you want to go. This book called Traffic by Tom Vanderbilt is where I got this idea. So shout out to Tom and to the book Traffic. You can read it if you wish. This is one I'm, I'm not even going to tell you to go read that one. But if you want to read it, you can go read it. Point number one, like I said, with the 48 hour experiment from episode 2023, focus only on what you want. Look in the direction you want to go, even when life is skidding out of control. You got to will yourself to do this at first, but then it becomes habit. It becomes a discipline. Number two, when the situation is not ideal, your job is to reframe and adjust your thinking around the situation as it currently is, especially when you're dealing with other people. Remember that other people don't have the same plans as you. And if they don't want to go along with your thing, they have a right to feel that way. Make your adjustments based on what you need to do because only you can control you and you can only control you. And number three, since no one's life is perfect and we all face challenges, this ability to look where you want to go is the big differentiator between people. Everybody's life, business or situation goes off track at times. The question is, do you have the discipline to maintain your focus even when the car is careening towards a tree? See the thing as it is, not worse than it is, then see it better than it is. What separates people is what we focus on. There are many things we can each focus on at all times. The choice that you make with that focus is what separates people, the successes from the failures. You want to receive my daily motivation text every day so that you can be that success and I can keep you focused and sharp and on point towards where you want to go? Text me right now at the number 305-384-6894. And if you are interested in joining, actually, let me not say if. I know you're interested in joining my group coaching programs. The group coaching program, Bulletproof Mindset, is obviously for mindset. The other one is brand and business for all you brand builders. You can join either program or you can join both. Those are both at Work On Your Game University. And if you want to work with me one-on-one, that's my third date mastermind. Only place I work with people one-on-one. That is also at workonyourgameuniversity.com. Go right there. You'll see your options. Let's get started. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number, 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused, and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number, 305-384-6894. One more time, 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.